podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Welcome to the 1871 podcast. And before I introduce tonight's guests, I have a, a little announcement to make or a big announcement, whichever way you want to look at it. The first series of the 1871 podcast is coming to an end. So this is a bit where you all go, oh, like that. Anyway, um, our final episode for series one will be on Sunday and we'll hopefully be joined by our co-host Dylan Kerr for that. He's been busy with Morocco Swallows in South Africa, but we're hoping very much he'll join us for our last episode of series one on Sunday. Um, And as Arnie says, we'll be back for series two in (laughs) mid-June after a couple of weeks off. Um, Johnny and I are both going on holiday, but not together, separately. Uh, (laughs) So so not long to wait until the start of the new series. And in the meantime, do feel free to scroll down through the list of the episodes and have a listen to any that you haven't listened to so far, if if you want to, of course. And we've already got the following guests lined up for Series 2. Stephen Hunt, Phil Parkinson, Graham Murty and Nigel Howe. So they're all penciled in for series two. Um, And then on tomorrow's episode, we've got a great guest. Our special guest tomorrow is former Royals striker and current under-23s manager, Noel Hunt. So that's available from 10am tomorrow. And um, before we speak to tonight's guest, we've got a little correction to make from our coverage of the Legends game on Saturday. It was all going so well, but we somehow managed to miss out that Simon Church scored one of the goals for Brian McDermott's side. I think we gave it to someone else. So um, the eight goal scorers for the 2012 side were Brian Howard with a hat-trick, Jason Roberts with two, and Simon Church, Jimmy Kebe, and Jem Karachan with a goal each. I think that adds up to eight. So sorry about that, Simon. Um, I think we've got that right now, though. So, Johnny, we're, we're almost at the end of series one coming to an end on Sunday. Can you believe we've done more than 70 episodes? Uh, no, I can't actually, because I think, like we were saying the other day, I think if we'd done them as we planned, about a year later, we'll be where we are now. So we never yeah. do things by half measures on the 1871 podcast, but I'm actually looking forward to holiday. I'm sure you are as well. Yeah, I am. I am. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we, we did, a re- we're going to talk about this on, on Sunday. We did originally plan to do, well, we started off doing one episode a week. And then we went to two a week and someone said, oh, why don't you do three a week? And we, and we said, no, that's too much. And then... Let's do seven. But that was because um, we had so many guests that said that they wanted to yeah. come on, which was fantastic. So yeah. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to finish on Sunday, Series 1. We're going to go away, have a holiday, have a bit of a break. And then raring to go again for, for Series 2. Uh, and we've got a, a quiz that we're doing so we're going to test test the knowledge of Reading fans um, in series two on a, on a quiz that we're doing so um, uh, looking forward to that but not before we've had a little break anyway so um, just so you know we were actually due to have former Royal striker Neville Roach on as a guest tonight but unfortunately Neville is unable to make it but hopefully he will be on as a guest in series two. So we thought it would be a great idea to get the following three guests on who are part of three generations of Reading fans. 
So I'd like to say a big welcome to the 1871 podcast to Alex, Alfie and Lily Blissett. So firstly, hello, Alex. Welcome to the show. Hello, mate. Good evening. Nice to have you on the show. And we've also got Alfie, who's 13. So hello, Alfie. Welcome to the show. How are you? Good, thanks. And we've also got Lily, who's 10. So hello and welcome. How are you, Lily? I'm good, thanks. So you're all Reading fans and you all live in Newbury. And Alex, um, you know, you're you're the middle of the three generations. So can you start by telling us about your dad, Paul? When did he start supporting Reading? Right, uh, my dad' first game was when he was ten, and it was in nineteen sixty. Um, but he lived out in the countryside, so to get to games wasn't as easy. But he started going regular in nineteen sixty six because he bought a Vespa, so he would go to the games <laughs> on a Vespa because he was a mod, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he would go in the rain, in the snow, on on the Vespa. Ah, oh, there you go. Well, that, that's commitment for you mm. that's, that's what we like to hear um so but he obviously had his helmet on hopefully so he didn't yeah, get yes killed. of course all, all the health and safety gear there you go <laughs> so <laughs> Alex you you work for the Kennett school and I always thought the Kennett school was only in Reading but they've also got one in Thatcham and that's where yes. you work is that right yes yes um, and you supported Reading for 30 years so yes. how old were you when you first started supporting the Royals I was about five okay it's a, a cunning way of asking you how old you are as well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, 30, thirty years, and yeah, and, and did you start supporting Reading because of your dad, or because Reading was your local team, or a bit of both? Well, it was a bit of both. Um, I I started supporting Reading obviously because dad wouldn't let me support anyone else, mainly. Fair enough. But um, th- they were the local team. Uh, dad took me, and I I just I just got the bug, but. I remember, I think I told you the other day, uh, being at primary school and infant school, being the only kid with a Reading shirt on. And everyone else was Man United, Liverpool, you know, you're to- uh, Tottenham back then. And then um, I-, I was the only kid with a Reading shirt on, but then I could go every week because I lived down the road. So, And most of them had never even been in the ground of the team, they're like, which is, is fine, but when you can actually go and watch... And then all of a sudden, in like 2011, the Reading fans started creeping out the, the woodwork and uh, I'd meet friends and they'd all of a sudden be wearing Reading shirts. And I'd be like, hang on a minute, all those years ago, you uh, took okay. the mick out of me for wearing a Reading shirt. Well, do, do you remember, I don't know, did you go to the Simog Cup final or was that slightly... That's, that's before my time. My dad did. before your time, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that day, I think we had about 40,000 fans. Imagine trying to get all those in Elm Park. Hmm. But... Um, there you go. That's another story. And Alfie, coming to you now, how long have you supported Reading for? So I think it's like five and a half years since I first went to my first Reading game. Yeah. But probably about five years since I supported them. And and Alfie, you go to Kennett School, don't you? So do you try and stay out of your dad's way at school? <laughs> Depends. Sometimes he'll accidentally run into me, accidentally. What do you want for something? But sometimes if I need anything, I'll go to him and he can normally sort it out. So it's a bonus, really. Get your football down off the roof and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. That's always good. Why did you start supporting Reading? Well, I just went to my first game and I decided... But before I wasn't as into football, but going to my first game, I got a bit more into it and I actually found it quite good. So I just started supporting them from then 
Yeah. And, and Lily, I'd like to ask you a question now. You you go to Parsons Down School, don't you? So your dad can't keep an eye on you. So, that's, uh, so I suppose that's a good thing for you. And I know you supported Reading since, since you were five. Yeah. Um, so why did you decide to start supporting Reading? Well, it was a bit because, like, I like I went to my first game and I really, I really enjoyed it. And also because, like, my dad supports Reading and, like, my grandfather supports Reading. So, I mean, it's kind of just... Caught on. There's quite a few of us. Yeah. I suppose if your dad supports Reading and, and your older brother supports Reading... Yeah. You, I do, do you feel like you didn't have a choice, in a way? Um, <laughs> a little bit, but... You, you you had a choice, but yeah, your, your choice was Reading, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah it, it was a very Redding. limited choice. Reading or Reading? <laughs> yeah, Reading or Swindon or Oxford? Oh, Johnny, you've blown it now. Mention the S word. Anyway, uh, Johnny, over to you. Um, what would you like to ask Alex, Alfie, and Lily? Yeah, I'm saying, Lily, I've got a my my daughter's a Lily, and she's a Reading fan as well, same age as you, and uh, so. Have you? What's your What's your biggest game that you've been to and memories and um, you? The five nil Luton game. I think that one was a really good game. What about you, Alfie? What's your sort of best game? Well, I like the five nil wedding game because obviously um, there was loads of goals. It's the most I'll ever see in a proper wedding match, without a doubt. And Maytay got four, but I did like all the togetherness of the um, 150 years game. That was quite good to go to because there was loads of fans everywhere, loads more than there were in any other other games that season. And the atmosphere was just 10 times better, louder. And it actually looked like we had a chance for once as well. So, Yeah, well, it was either going to be Reading winning or drawing. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no but no chance of Reading getting beaten because one of the Reading teams were going to win, weren't they? So yeah. um, I'm, I've got a question for the three of you. Then I'm going to ask uh, Johnny to come in and um, ask you another question. But for all three of you, so we'll start with Lily. What's been the best thing about supporting Reading? Um, probably when you go to the games... And, like, you just look up at the stands and there's all these people just, like, um, cheering on Reading. It's just nice to see, like, people just supporting them. Yeah. And, and do you feel part Do you feel part of a kind of a big club, a big yeah. group of people? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, Alfie, what, what's the best thing about supporting Reading for you? Well... With supporting Reading, I can actually go and see some of the games. When exactly. people at my school, Manchester United supporters, Arsenal supporters, they probably still haven't stepped foot in one of the grounds yet. Oh, there you go. Well said. Well said. And, and Alex... And I go to most games. Point. Yeah. No, that's a good point, isn't it? And and Alex, what about you? What's uh, What's been the best thing about supporting Reading for 30 years? Well, I I, I just like... The, the atmosphere of the club, it's got such a nice atmosphere of the club. And I mean, so nice. as a dad, I can take these two along and I know that it's a family club. So, and, and, and the players are nice. I mean, every year, before every game, we uh quite sad and stand around to get some autographs and they're uh, 
they're polite and all that sort of stuff. They, they, the kids have their photos taken. They to take a picture and they're really polite. Exactly. It's, it's just a real family club. I mean, it always has been ever since I was, uh, I was little at Elm Park. It was the same. The players used to come up to the side of the pitch. And, yeah. And things like yeah. Yeah. And Johnny, do you, do you want to come back in? with? A yeah, few? this is the most serious question I have to ask now. <laughs> so I need, need a very, very, very proper answer. Lily, who's your favourite player? Um, I think Tom McIntyre. Alex? I would have to agree with Lily just purely oh. for the passion. I mean, it, I mean that, that that's passion what that the, that's in. what the team needs. We need someone like him who the perseverance. Yeah, he I mean, he he's a local yeah. lad. He's got passion. He he, you can tell he wants it for the club. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, back in sort of like Dylan's day and all that, like we had so we we had a lot of those players. But that's what we need for this season moving forward. We need players that want it. And he and he does. Alfie, game changer for you now, mate. There's two votes to one player here. Over to you. Well, I do like Tom McIntyre, but I probably say John Swift because of the consistency he's had since I first supported and what he does now. Constantly scoring like all the free kicks, getting the assists, getting the goals. Lucas Jow's been good as well, though, with most of the goals last year and yeah. quite a few this year, but. Probably John Swift. Have you met them? Have you met Tom and John? Yeah. Yeah. Autographs, photos, everything, the whole works? Uh-huh. He was extremely starstruck when he met uh, John Swift. To the well, point where he... Yeah. John Swift was starstruck when he... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> to, to the point where he went, Dad, that's John Swift! And uh, and he heard and he, he, he found it quite funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. And Alex, who is your who is your kind of player that you met growing up when you were younger during the war? You know, who who would be your player? <laughs> well, obviously, um, Dylan Kerr, obviously. Um, Good answer. <laughs> uh, I, I remember all the players from back then, like Jimmy Quinn. I mean, the, the finish on Jimmy Quinn was amazing. I mean, the, if you put the ball at the bloke's feet, it was going in the net. Yeah, it it was it was unreal. I was also quite a big fan of uh, Shaka Hislop. Um, because uh, I was playing goal. Um, yeah, there was, there was there, there's more more than I can mention. And what was your uh, your favourite game back in those days? You know, the, before your young people were born. <laughs> um, I think it was the game after Mark McGee left against Wolves. I think. Yeah, that was one of my favourites. Also, uh, one of my favourites was when um, I was saying to Mark the other day. Uh, when there was the guy with the pipe in his pocket, right. and everyone had to, everyone in the family stand had to go onto the pitch. Yeah. And obviously, as a young lad getting to go on the pitch, that that, that made <laughs> that made my day. Yeah. Obviously, it was for a dodgy circumstances, and no one got hurt in the fire in the end. But yeah, it was great. So you're not one of these crowd invaders, the, the pitch invaders, then? Um, uh, no, <laughs> only when invited. Okay, fair enough. Now, Lily, I heard you say a word that I was really impressed with. You said. Um, you like the perseverance. What What is the one word, and Lily, actually, you can go first and you can choose another one. What's the one word that you'd like to see from the Reading players next season? So perseverance, character, What what is it that you want to see from Reading next season? Um, perseverance, you can say, if you like. 
Yeah, probably yeah. because um, when you like when they persevere, then they they like go up and then. Like the game, like the games <laughs> Easter. Did you did you see the the game at Easter when they uh, come back from four one down against Swansea? Were you there? Yeah. 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 So that's perseverance, isn't it? Uh, that's and, what uh, I so loved. Yeah, and and Alex, what do you want to see? If you could sum it up in one word, what do you want to see from Reading players next season? Passion. That's all I want to see. I want to see. I want to see passion. I want them to want it. And when they want it, the crowd starts wanting it. Because sometimes the Reading crowd can be a little bit on the quiet side. It's got better since the uh, eighteen seventy one crowd, mm. but that's that's what we need. And Alfie, what what do you want to see from the players next season? Probably cooperation and teamwork, because that Good normally work, ends up the best. Yeah. It basically allows them to act more of a team instead of being like a one or two player team and getting carried by everyone else in terms of goals, assists, block, block tackles, key passes, saves, all sorts of stuff like that. Yeah, I'll tell you what, Johnny, these are proper fans, aren't they? I am, I know it's... Cooperation, teamwork, are we liking this? We hope it's like this next season, all of those words combined, but... Even though it's an audio podcast, I'm just looking at all the shirts they've got. They've got some collection of shirts going on there as a family. Very good collection. It is. Is there a favourite one for the three of you? Yes. This is because it's signed. That's the, uh, the 2012, isn't it? The one after we got relegated. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice shirt, that. I like that one. That could yeah. be a quiz, Johnny. It could be, couldn't <laughs> it? It could be. We could chuck this in. Date the shirts. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I've got a question for all three of you now about, obviously, it wasn't, overall, it wasn't a very good season. We we beat Fulham, who won the league. Uh, it was good at Easter. But apart from that, it wasn't very good last season, was it? So... Paul Lintz is the manager now. We've got a uh, director of football. Uh, we've got a director of recruitment, recruitment who's come from Spurs. Um, so how are you? How are you feeling about Reading now and and the you know the manager and and the new people that have have come in? So I come to uh, Alex first on that one. Well, since uh, Ince has been um, uh, put up for the job and Bowen and all that sort of stuff. It, it's a positive move, isn't it? And I mean, the, the the feel around the ground with Ince towards the end of the season was a lot, lot better. And there was some more positivity than there was the beginning of the season. And obviously, after we got the points taken off. But um, yeah, it's, it, 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 the, I, I, I don't know whether it was Steve Koppel that said the other day that the future could be could be good. And we've made some good moves already with getting Ince and uh, Bowen in. Yeah, we had so many guests, I can't remember. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, well, I, I, it rings a bell. Um, what about you, Alfie? What, you know, with Paul Ince becoming manager um, and we've got these new people coming on board, how are you feeling about Reading sort of moving forward? I think hopefully it will be a good move so we can increase, like, you know, the amount of fans that will turn up to a game, our position in the league, make it higher, make more people want to come to our club, you know, make it overall a bigger and better place to, and teams to actually support. Yeah. 
And Lily, what what do you think about um, you know? Obviously, not very good last season, was it? But what what do you think now? Do you, do you feel quite um, positive? Yeah, about, yeah. I feel like since Paul Lintz has been there, he's sort of like scooped Redding up and like sort of like nudged him on a bit. And I think um, maybe that like next season they could be maybe going up in the table. Uh, this is something we were talking about. Um, and obviously, if you're, you know, if you've been a good player, it doesn't mean you're going to be a good manager. But we think probably Paul Ince is the most successful player, if you like. Obviously, we've had Yap Stam as a manager, but Paul Ince, you know, Man United, Liverpool, England, is probably the best player, I, I would think, isn't he? Do you think so, Alex? Yeah, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. And then, I mean, he he knows how. Uh, what he wanted as a player, he knows, mm. and he's he's old school. And I mean, I'm the same as some of the, your other guests. I mean, you can't be an English manager. Yeah, uh, for, yeah. for our English clubs, they they just seem to work, in my opinion. And um, yeah, I think he'll he'll push the lads, get them get them as a team, um, like what Dylan said before, like. Instead of individuals, we need a team. We need, we, we really need to push that. Yeah, and, and Johnny, do you, uh, have you got one last question? I, I've got a final question, so you might steal my question, but I'll put something else if you do. No, I was going to say, Alex, like as, as a dad and and so your younguns, um, I know that the club are now looking at trying to improve the match day experience. Um, I know a friend of mine is doing the half-time stuff at the minute. But you've been there, you know, when we've been younger. What do you think could change for to make make it a better thing? Not just the pitch stuff. I mean, you can't control what goes on in the game, but as fans and for, for your children to make it more enjoyable. I mean, um, I think it was before COVID where they did that... Um... They did that bus, didn't they? Oh, yeah. That was good. They and did the bus, Reading bus. They used to like that. You could go on and play like FIFA on the bus. Yeah. And um, the kids like the, you know, the seeing how fast the shot is, oh, all that sort of stuff, bringing that sort of stuff in. And stuff like to encourage like the autographs and stuff like that and the actual meeting the players. I mean, to, to meet a player as a kid, I mean, you too, but both probably did it yourself. It's a huge Still thing. Do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I get a bit <laughs> like every it. opportunity. I am, um, at the weekend, uh, when they were having pictures taken with some, with some of the legends, I mean, I was thinking, do I ask, do I ask, do I ask? Um, my partner got very excited about her picture with Marcus Hanneman. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it's a massive thing for kids to meet the players and to, to give the kids that sort of chance as well, I think that would be a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, to actually see them as real people. And we've actually, we, we've been speaking to three of you, but I think there's a fourth Reading fan, isn't there? Is it Claire? Yeah. 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 So I've got, I've got a final question before we let you go. Uh, I'd like to know from all four of you, including Claire, I'll ask Claire at the end, um, where, what position do you think Reading will finish in the table next season? So I'll ask you first, Alex. I'm not going to get, I'm, I'm not going to get carried away. I'd be happy with, with mid-table, I reckon. I'd be happy with mid-table. Okay. And Alfie, what about you? It sounds really weird. I reckon either 20th, 12th or 6th. 
I love that. <laughs> That's a Reading fan in one sentence, isn't it? So you've got a decent chance of being right, haven't you? Yeah, it gives me a better chance in being successful. Well, if you had to pick one out of those, which would you pick? Hopefully 12. I wouldn't say six. Well, 12 would be quite good, wouldn't it, after, after last season? I think, I think what, what we were saying about Paul Ince, that the fans are going to like him if, if he's getting good results. Because um, obviously, when Velko Paunovic came in last season, won the first seven games of the season, and everyone liked him, didn't they? And then it kind of went wrong after that. But yeah, if he's getting results, then fans are going to like him. So, Lily, what about you? What's your prediction? Where are Reading going to finish next? I season? think middle two. Yeah. What what position? What number? Um, I don't really know. Okay. Middle's good. I'm happy with well, that's okay, mid table will be all right next season. It'd be an improvement. Uh, and Claire, finally from you. Um, she's not be here at the moment. Oh, she's gone. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, make a prediction on on her behalf. What What do you think she'd say? She'd probably say top. Probably no one here, to be yeah. honest. Oh, <laughs> she'd, say, she'd say like top. Yeah. Okay. Well, I did. You, you I, haven't seen a playoff spot, yet, have you? I spotted, no. Claire, briefly, <laughs> I spotted Claire briefly. Um, and she had a red in top on as well, didn't she? So, yeah. um, listen, you're a proper red in supporting family. Brilliant. You know, all, all the stuff you've talked about and, you know, Lily and Alfie, I, I really liked what you had to say as well about the perseverance and the teamwork. That that was great. So really great to have you on as as, as fans from three generations of red in fans. So, so that's it for this episode. And a reminder that on tomorrow's episode, our special guest, is Noel Hunt. So that's available from 10am tomorrow. And all that leaves me to say is thank you to our guests, Alex, Alfie and Lily Blissett and Claire as well, who was sort of there a little bit in the background. But uh, anyway, thanks to to, uh, Alex, Lily and Alfie. Thank you. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.